0: humans are survivors. When I took my position on board the SS Hexian, I had the same reservations as most of the rest of the crew did regarding the human member of our team, hominids. It isn't particularly rare for hominids to achieve sentience in the myriad worlds of our galactic spiral. They do, however, seem to always destroy themselves before making the technological leap to reach the stars. We should have known then, when the humans first showed up on our galactic doorstep, that they were different. Humans are survivors. We embarked on our voyage to the Yindrill Cluster in our state-of-the-art scientific vessel. Instruments in the area had indicated that a star was about to be born there. While it would not be the first birth of a star to be witnessed, recent advancements in instrumentation had made the Hexian capable of measurements that were, until recently, Purely theoretical. We took what we all considered to be the logical precautions, considering the reputation of the humans we carried snacks. It is remarkable the number of ways in which a human can express that they require sustenance. They had, on more than one occasion, claimed that they were starving despite having eaten just a few hours prior. They also had a habit of asking if others were hungry when they themselves wanted to be fed. Personal note. Is this a threat? En route to the Yindril cluster, the Hexian collided with an uncharted nebula and sustained heavy damage. Her superluminal matrix was collapsing. The captain ordered us to make an emergency jump to the nearest habitable planet. Havelock 3 was an uninhabited continental world in a binary system. Without enough time to run the necessary calculations of jumping with a collapsing warp matrix, we exited the superluminal stream in a Less than ideal location. We emerged from the dimensional ether inside the atmosphere of Havelock Three. The Hexian broke apart rather instantly. The damage sustained by the nebula had compromised her structural integrity. When I came to, the human was standing over me. I felt my pulse race as I expected the worst. They simply turned and left. As I glanced around, I saw the marks on the cave floor from where the human had clearly dragged me to safety. There was blood. I could tell instantly from the color that it was the human's blood. When they returned with another survivor, Rashina, I saw where the blood had come from. It's not as bad as it looks, they said. By the void, it did look bad. A large gash in the human's head was oozing crimson rivulets of blood at an alarming rate. If any member of any other species had lost that much blood, they would be dead. Not a human. Humans are survivors. In my eternal shame, I admit that I did dare to hope that the human would die from their injuries. Rashina and I were afraid. We had heard the stories, the things a human would do in dire situations. This situation was nothing if not dire. However, after a short nap, the human left again and returned dragging two more survivors on a scrap of sheet metal with a wire pull cord attached. Atax and Virulia were both injured. Rashina and I shared a glance, preparing ourselves mentally for the grisly display that we were sure was to follow. It had, after all, been nearly an entire day since the human had eaten. To our surprise, the human tore their clothing into strips and bound the wounds of Atax and Virulia. More shocking still, the wound on the human's head had stopped bleeding. It retained a rather ghastly appearance, but otherwise appeared to be... healing. The human left again, and Rashina and I gave what comfort we could to Atax and Virulia. The resignation in their eyes confirmed what we all knew, however. The human would consume them soon. When the human returned, they were carrying jugs they must have salvaged from the wreckage. Jugs full of water. To share. I drank heartily, then walked to the mouth of the cave and stared down in wonder at the wreckage of the Hexion. More wondrous still was the stream from which the human had clearly harvested the water. It was more than a hundred meters away, down a steep hill. Such strength. Such energy expenditure. Surely the human would be desperately hungry by now. My curiosity got the better of me, and I asked the human directly. Are you not ravenous? I asked. Rashina, Atax, and Virulia shot horrified glances at me, and I chastised myself for the insinuation that the human should eat one of them. The human simply yawned, sitting down with their back against the cave wall. I could eat, they said, closing their eyes. I saw a tear slide down Virulia's face. Yes, I thought. The human would eat her first. Her young bones would be soft. I'll go hunting tomorrow and see if I can stir us up some game, the human said. They let out a heavy sigh. Need to rest a bit first. We were all thoroughly confused, although Virulia still found it necessary to punch me as quietly as she could so as to not wake the human. As promised, the human did go hunting the next day. And the day after that, and so on, after an entire week had passed without a single bite to eat, Virulia, Atax, Rashina and I were very near death from starvation. The human remained strong. After the eighth day, the human returned carrying a basket woven from river reeds and a bundle of dried fallen wood. As they laid down their load, the basket tipped, spilling out a number of fish. The four of us lunged forward and began consuming a fish raw while the human played with sticks. As I was nearly halfway through devouring my fish, I coughed as a waft of smoke drifted past my face. To our astonishment, the human had managed to light a fire, with no tools. The human pulled out a sharp rock and gutted one of the remaining fish. They impaled it on a stick and held it over the fire. The smell... To this day, I have never smelled anything quite so delicious. The four of us stopped immediately and followed suit. That night, we ate fish. We told stories. We laughed. We pointed out shapes in the alien stars overhead. It wasn't until we were rescued nearly a month later that the truth of our crewmate dawned on me. The human had never intended to eat us. It wasn't that they weren't hungry. They were. It was that it wasn't necessary. The human was always going to survive. The only question in their mind was whether or not they could support us so we might do the same. Humans are survivors.